News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Now, Budget 2023 saw the expansion of the recent free contraception scheme to those aged 16 to 30. It had been 17 to 25. But what does that mean, considering the age of consent here is not 16, it's 17? Uh, Dr. Porg McAneela, Active Consent Programme co-lead at the University of Galway, joins us now to discuss. Is there a bit of anomaly here, Porg? We, we have a situation where the age of consent here is 17, but we are our are, are state supplying free contraception to 16-year-olds. I, I suppose there is a contradiction there in, inherently anyway, uh, Kira, because, I mean, the age of consent for medical procedures is, is 16 in the first place, so... You know, in, that's that's going to be in there anyway. I suppose this new development adds to that, and uh, maybe brings into sharper relief just that contradiction between what happens in your healthcare and what could happen on a, on a legal side. Okay, and because there is the anomaly, does that mean that we we should address it, or are we happy just to sort of sit with it? And by by address it, I mean change the age of consent. I guess if you look at different European states where we are kind of out of line. Um, As in where, where our age of consent is older. Yeah, yeah, generally, yeah, yeah. So you've got anywhere between like 14 and 16 would be the norm in, in other EU states. So I suppose, you know, that would bring it into line more. You've got other pressures as well, like we know from the last HBSE national survey in 2018 by uh, colleagues in Galway as well, that, you know, a quarter of 15 to 17-year-olds are, are sexually active. So, you know, your laws should reflect what people are doing. I suppose in addition, then, the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child has, has also said that we should avoid uh, criminalising uh, adolescents and has called for, um, you know, provision of, of uh, appropriate uh, reproductive health services as well for adolescents. So all of that would be pushing you. Yeah. Towards, towards lowering, uh, uh, we we read out a text earlier, and it struck me as an interesting one. It was, "What message are we sending if we lower the age of consent?" And I thought it's a very Irish text, insofar as that, on some level, deep down, we still believe these young people shouldn't be having sex. I, I, is is there some truth in that? Well, I suppose uh, we we or also some know, people uh, do. Yeah, like we also know that there's a really sharp increase in the rate of people drinking alcohol for the first time at age 16. And I I don't think you put an argument forward that just because people are doing it, that it should be made legal. My my, my main concern would be, you know, if you're offering uh, contraceptive services, I think it's a really positive step. But it is on the biomedical side. And if you change the age of consent, it would be on the legal side. My primary concern would be around like the emotional relationship education because we know like a majority of young people that, that we work with with active consent programs say that they're they, they're not satisfied with the sex education yeah. that they receive at school and in particular around relationships and consent. Um, I was making the point earlier to Shane that there's a bit of a difference between two 16 year olds having sex and, and you know it's it's young love and a 16 year old having sex with a 43 year old. Um, is that part of the, the, the difficulty in, I suppose, navigating all of this, that there are relationships that could be sexually active that are relatively healthy in 15 or 16 year olds, but then equally there are ones that are unhealthy or toxic or, or, or grooming maybe going involved and that we, yeah, we're, we're a bit out of our depth with, with how to deal with all of that? Well, completely. And I think if you did a full legal review, then you would find, you know, 
the the idea of of people being of similar age and you know an exception for an adult in in a position of authority all those would be well recognized so uh, although all the laws in the different european states differ you know differ quite a bit um there are some common threads and principles so you know it wouldn't be insurmountable but you know it's going back to like the the contraception um provision is really interesting but when you look at it in detail you know it's gp services so uh, i i think equally you should you should have teachers gps prepared and and educated properly around the okay. dynamics of consent more so what i think what i'm taking from what you're saying is more important than anything to do with age of consent is sex education about this i suppose equipping kids to deal with a quarter of them are sexually active at, at, at 16, but I suppose equipping all of them, whether they're sexually active or not, to be able to say no to what they want to say no to, to be able to, um, I suppose, have their own personal boundaries to understand that their right to consent or, or withhold consent, those types of things. Is that more important than, than age of consent as such? Well, your your capacity, your your education, what we would say, consent literacy. You know, your your feeling of confidence in yourself. You've got a strong core set of beliefs about this: what you want to do, what you don't want to do, that you've worked out beforehand, and you know your ability to communicate confidently as well um, with your partner, with your peers, as as well. We would say, like ongoing, mutual, freely given. You know, people should have that ingrained as a as a theory of consent, and people do care. About I'm not what, sure everyone. I mean, I I, I know. What, what you're saying, but I'm not sure everyone knows what that means. Ongoing means that that you have to consent throughout a, a, an episode of, of sexual contact. So you've consented at the beginning, but if halfway through you decide you've changed your mind, that needs to be respected. So so that's what that means. Just yeah. just explain you, 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 that trips off your tongue. But just for people who maybe don't understand what you're saying, just explain explain that little mantra. Yeah, so like what we do is, you know, about an hour in, in, in schools, we launched our schools program, Active Consent, in 2021. Consent Ed is another program out there from Tucson and the Rape Crisis Centres. They would follow a similar track. So ongoing, as you've explained, mutual. I, I kind of am uncomfortable with the idea of just sort of giving permission. You know, it's not mutual. You know, have have the two people actually agreed what they would like to do and talked about what they don't want to do. And then freely given gets into issues like pressure. Yeah. You've outlined one where if somebody's a lot older, but pressure arises for lots of situations and also the impact of alcohol and drugs that young people are being exposed to at that age for the first yeah. time. I, I am the parent of teenagers and and I, I heard just being bandied about by some teenagers um, recently the word frigid. I haven't heard that word, I don't think, since I was a teenager because that was always something that was uh, thrown at people who maybe weren't sexually active or perhaps had refused to be sexually active with somebody. Uh, and uh, I pointed out to, to my teens that I have never met a person who is actually frigid. I don't believe, in fact, that it exists. There may be people who don't want to have, have sex with you or other people, but that certainly doesn't make them frigid. But th- those kinds of things are still said among teenage peer groups. Yeah, I think so. And like everybody pretty much will agree, okay, consent is a good idea. Where we see the difficulty is when you drill down into, okay, here's a case, here's a situation, what's happening here? And there will be a lot of judgment uh, applied, of uh, you know, on on, uh, kind of gets the perpetrator off the hook to some degree. Uh, and and also kind of judgments about what was going on for the for the person who who wound up. All right, uh, look, Pork. Thank you for that. Indeed, uh, a very interesting conversation. That is Dr. Pori Makanila, Active Consent Program co lead at the School of Psychology in the University of Galway. Let us know what you think this morning.
do we need to talk about the age of consent? You just heard a reporter said a quarter of 16 year olds are sexually active anyway. Should we be in some way acknowledging that? Not criminalising that? Uh, you know, dealing with that in a mature way? Or, or are we a little bit ostrichy on this one sticking our heads in the sand? 53106 at a cost of 30 cents this morning or tweet us at NT Breakfast. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.